0: If there's anything we've learned about Caleb Williams, it's that when he talks, people listen. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Hulkin, and thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you like to download your podcast, we are free. And as always, i like to thank everyone who's uh, coming along for the ride. Hope you're enjoying the show. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor and hit that red subscribe button. It'll mean a whole heck of a lot. And to those of you who have, as usual, Thank you very much. You can always follow me at my Twitter at Mark Culkin, M-A-R-C-K-U-L-K-I-N. I'm always throwing out little tidbits out there when I'm not here. All right. This episode of Locked on USC is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. I don't know how old some of you are. Some of you are a little bit older than others, obviously. There used to be an old E.F. Hutton financial services commercial. Those of you who are old enough, you'll you'll understand this reference. Uh, It was with the actor John Houseman. And the ad had a very catchy grab. Their strategy was they wanted people to listen to their message. So it was very. It was genius. It it was when when John Houseman. First of all, he's an English English gentleman actor, so he had that very you know that distinct British accent and very deep baritone voice. And so he would always. the, The commercial was when E of Hutton speaks, people listen, and all of a sudden everybody would just lean in, and that was the commercial. So on Thursday. Um, The same thing applies for your Heisman Trophy winners. Caleb Williams met with the local media for the first time since winning the Heisman. He was back at USC. And uh, with zero hesitation, uh, when he was asked about playing against Tulane in the Cotton Bowl, January 2nd, Superman, he puffed out his chest and he said, quote, I'm doing well. Hamstring is doing well. And I'm confident that I will be out there, end quote. Okay. Obviously, what Caleb was um, intimating is that he's going to be playing in the Cotton Bowl against Tulane. Uh, you know my feelings on that if you've been watching throughout the week. Um, I love Caleb's semantics. Play a little devil ad, devil's advocate here. There's no doubt he's going to be in Dallas. Make no mistake about it. Um, so he will definitely be out there. It's um, also a way to keep ticket sales going. You know, getting USC football fans to go from Los Angeles to Dallas over the New Year's holiday, um, it's its not a difficult sell, but it's you need a little bit of encouragement. And that encouragement is um, hopefully seeing Caleb Williams perform on the field. Uh, bottom line is this: is Caleb could heal up in time for the game, which is again January second, so it's what three weeks and three weeks away. So that is definitely possible. Everybody heals at their own speed, uh, but he's not okay now, and so that means he's not practicing at normal speeds uh, with the guys who are, and um, who you know those guys are healthy. Caleb isn't. Well, I should say the other guys are healthier. But, um, you know, you have to put that, you have to add that nuance, that context into everything as the team is preparing to play the bowl game. Um, So it's not like he needs the practice time. But as I was just alluding to, you know, there's the timing and, you know, the little things that don't show up in the stats um, that are affected by his injury and him not being able to practice with the team. that you have to, you know, you have to take that into consideration. Obviously, you know, I'm not telling Lincoln Riley or anybody something they don't already know. However, uh, again, Caleb wants to play. Caleb isn't really practicing right now and will be limited. So you kind of have to digest everything. And so even though Caleb said he's going to be out there, that doesn't mean he's going to be out there on the field. Again, semantics. Um, when he spoke with the media on Thursday, Caleb also had a message uh, for anyone, any of those recruits or transfer portal guys out there who are considering USC. Um, you know, if you remember earlier in the week on Locked On USC, I mentioned. Uh, the team has a, an advisory council, about uh, approximately twenty players, I believe that uh, before you're you know they have to you have to get their approval. and you have to go through their vetting process uh, before you're gonna be given the okay to join the lock the the locker room to join their culture. Um, so while more eyes might be looking to USC, Uh, to play, Caleb also, and he said this, um, quote, I shoot it to them straight. I say, if you're not coming here and focused on our team goals, don't come. Uh, Offensive lineman, wide receiver, offensive wise, if you want to come play with a good group of guys, come on, let's work. If you're not coming to work, if you're not coming to reach our team goal at the end of the year in January, then don't come end quote. In January, is uh, translated means in the pl- they want to make the playoffs. That's the goal. Uh, on a personal level, goal, you know, Caleb did, he also said that, uh, quote, I don't want to be forgotten. So that means immortality. And that means championships. I'm not there yet. And I won't be there for a while. So I'm still working, still fighting for those dreams and goals, end quote. Now, I know to some out there, including Oklahoma fans who watch and listen to the show. Um, that probably comes across as uh, maybe a little arrogant. But again, if you understand who Caleb is and what he means by that, um, it's, you, you, it comes across completely different, completely selfless. As far as not being forgotten, it's about making an impact, winning a team championship. You know that could be a personal goal as well. It's not just a team goal, but it. But for me, it, for me, making an impact—at um, least the way I interpreted his meaning—it means changing someone's life, um, kind of like the Caleb Cares Foundation. I'm gonna go off on a rabbit down a rabbit trail here, rabbit hole. Um, when I used to coach high school basketball, I knew I made an impact after a loss. So I was the head freshman basketball coach at Rigetti High School back in the 90s, late 90s. And I was also uh, the assistant at the varsity level for Coach Ron Barba. And coach came to me one day and said, Mark, I need someone to take over the freshman team. I'm not happy with what's going on there. Would you be interested? I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's my first coaching opportunity." You don't say no, even if you're, even if you fail, you learn from failing. Anyways, I took the opportunity. The freshman team, I think they lost their first four games, first four or five games. Um, I walked out there, and it looked like chaos. I took the basketballs, put them on the rack. I had everybody line up. My basketball practice consisted basically an hour and forty-five minutes to two hours. The first forty-five minutes to an hour, the ball didn't come out. It was all defensive skill drills, just footwork, conditioning, that type of stuff. Long story short, and I'll, I'll only because we are limited in time, and we'll talk. I'll talk about the story in more more in depth. At, at another time, but long story short, at the end of the year, the team made the championship game. We lost. And I take responsibility for that because I'm a very passionate guy. I ended up getting two technicals in that game. We lost by three points. So <clears throat> in the locker room, you know, our emotions are flowing, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, I'm finally at home. I'm watching the game on the DVR actually on the VHS, <laughs> and the phone rings. It's, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And it's one of my players, Ryan, last initial S. Wasn't a starter, came off the bench. But he's like, hey, coach, you know, we the team kind of noticed that you were taking the loss really hard. And we just want to let you know that we win as a team, we lose as a team. And on a personal level, I want you to know that I think I'm ready to go on to the next level now, and I don't know if I would have been able to do that without you, and I just wanted to say thank you, and I wanted to say thank you from the team. I was elected to make the phone call. Wow. As you can see, I'm getting a little choked up still. This is over 20 years ago, but I knew I made an impact. I had an impact at least on one player's life. He said, look, I'm going to be able to use these skills you taught me, not just on the basketball court." but in life, not to ever give up, just to keep fighting. I took a little bit of that USC, USC stuff into the locker room there. So uh, one of the things I made them do is uh, they had to watch the Jim Valvano speech, don't give up, don't ever give up. And that was our mantra. You know, we, we live we by that. So it's that type of thing. That's what I got from Caleb uh, when he's talking about wanting to make an impact. I mean, think about it. If you can make an impact on one person's life in your lifetime, it's a great gift to give. That is the to me, that's the greatest gift you can make. Anyways, I'm trying to reel it back in. So, um, you know what you need to do? You need to head on over to Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from basketball to football to soccer, esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right. So just to kind of put a bow on our previous segment, when I was talking about Caleb Williams and making an impact and and how I can relate to that, I made an impact coaching high school basketball. We're going to segue in to the USC men's hoop team. We won't spend a lot of time, I know everybody likes to talk about football, but again, I like basketball. You're going to like basketball too. And the men's team improved eight and three after they beat Long Beach State at Galen Center on Wednesday night, eighty-eight to seventy-eight. And look, uh, if you were at the game or if you happen to watch it on uh, the Pac-12 Network or via Sling TV, uh, a win is a win. Um, they won all of their home games, save for the game against Florida Gulf Coast. And while the team is still, no, they're better today, a month later, than that loss against FG, Florida Gulf Coast University, FGCU. Um, there's, they're still not winning games convincingly, especially at home against teams they should be beating convincingly, such as Cal State Fullerton last week, Long Beach State this week. Um, and that's a little concerning for me. Again, they're better. You can see improvement, but there's still a lack of consistency on this team. Against Long Beach State, um, they scored the first seven game, seven points of the game. And then they even used a couple of good scoring runs in that first half, big scoring runs. Uh, I think one was a twelve to three, another one was a thirteen to three or thirteen to four, something like that. Anyways, they led by sixteen points. It was their high high point in the first half. With less than eight minutes to go in the game, they led the beach by one point. This—that's what I'm referring to. So, if you watch the team play, you you'll understand where I'm coming from. They need a point guard desperately. They need somebody who can control the offense. Um they had a couple of guys, well the the team itself, they finished with a, believe it or not, a team height, 24 assists. Um so ironically, even though they need a point guard, they were moving the ball and they were scoring when they moved the ball. <laughs> And they also uh, tied a uh, tied for their team high this year with 11 three pointers made. Now, after the game, uh, as I just alluded to, Coach Enfield said we're we're we've really improved the last few weeks offensively. Uh, our guys are really making a conscious effort to straight line drive. Remember Boogie Ellis against Fullerton with that Euro step. Anyways, I digress. Um, Straight line drive to get in the paint and kick it out, make the extra pass, and then step in when you're open for the three-point shot. We're getting better at shooting open shots when they're there, and if not, driving it. We're playing the right way offensively. I agree. They look good offensively for the most part last night against Long Beach State, so they improved from Fullerton to Long Beach. Now, what I saw was a more aggressive team. Uh, Specifically, you know, I've mentioned Reese Dixon Waters in the past. Well, against Long Beach, uh, Trey White and uh, Reese, they each scored 20 points, career highs. Uh, for Trey, that was the second game in a row that he's had a career high. And uh, Reese Dixon, he was 8 for 12 from the field, and he was doing it by driving to the basket. It wasn't just settling for the outside shot. Although he made half of his three-pointers, it was two for four. It was just his best, I, I don't know, his all around, best all-around game that I've seen this season. It reminded me of how he played against Miami in the tournament. Hurt. So that's what you need from this team. You need these young guys to continue to develop. The Trey Whites, the Reese Dixon Waters, the Malik Thomases. Uh, when he comes off the bench, he's one of the most aggressive players. He just needs to play within the flow of the game, and his his playing time minutes will increase. I love his game. Um, now, overall, in general, and Phil said, you know, he can see how the the team is developing. Um, they're getting better and better, and now we need to our bench to keep playing hard, and we just got to keep improving. Well, duh, big red truck. I say that all the time when i Fire truck goes by. Um, so, but Andy's right. The team just has to get more consistency. You, the guys on the bench have to know the roles, and maybe this is where Reese Dix, Dixon Water, Dixon Waters, finds his role, coming off the bench, being that you know that fill the bucket type of guy because that's that's the type of type of player he is. Now, what I'm starting to see is um, there. The, the Trojans' lack of size is going to be an issue this year. This is the second game in a row where if Josh Morgan's not out there with size, you know, you've got Kenjani Wright. He's thick, but he's not as tall. And then you've got uh, Euro from that is really raw. Now, they're getting hurt on the offensive glass. The other team is hurting USC. They're out hustling them. and. If they're not grabbing the ball, they're at least getting their hand, and they're tipping it out uh, to their guys. So uh, that's going to have to change dramatically if USC is going to get better and improve. Um, you know, defensively, the philosophy and the effort is that it's there for the team. They're they're trying to work in concert together, um, and they're good in spurts. Uh, Sort of like the offense, and I'm talking about the defense. It just, it, it they have to play for for 40 minutes, bottom line. And they're not getting that right now. Uh, also, Sunday, don't forget, they host number 19 Auburn at Galen Center, 2.30, tip-off. No excuse not to be out there. Sunday afternoon, what else are you doing, right? <coughs> excuse me. Um, and why this game is important against Auburn? USC already has a loss to Tennessee in overtime. Remember that game in the Bahamas? And then they lost they followed up that game with a close loss. They gave a gave away the game, both of these games actually, uh, to Wisconsin uh, late in that game. So it's not a must win. Uh, however, it would definitely help their postseason resume. That's for sure. So hope to see everybody out there. And then uh, after Auburn, USC will actually be in Phoenix on the 21st for the Jerry Colangelo Classic, where they're going to be taking on Oklahoma State. So a couple of big games coming up for USC men's hoops. Get out there, follow the team. All right, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has asked me to read this important message. Time to get serious. So you're hanging out with some friends, you're putting back a few drinks, a few becomes a few too many, and then as the season, as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think, I'm going to call for a ride. And then you say, nah, I live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's not a big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. Kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, we're almost out of here. This week is, we're wrapping it up, but I... Some more recruiting notes for you again. Usually going to have something for you at least three times a week, and with early signing day literally about a week away, twenty-first, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get something out there for you every as much as possible. So, Tackett Curtis, the stud linebacker from Maney, Louisiana, he held his own early. Uh, letter of intent signing day ceremony at his high school so his classmates um, could can, can kind of partake in the festivities with him before the holiday break and everybody takes off from school uh, so I thought that was a pretty cool move on his part and I cannot wait until his uh physicality arrives so he'll be there in the spring camp he's graduating this he's early he's an early graduate this semester so he will be at spring camp for USC um, so again, he can't fax that LOI until the twenty-first. But again, pretty cool move to know that uh, there's no drama with this young man. Once he's once he committed to USC, he's never wavered from that, uh, and that's that's a culture room guy. That's that's what you want to continue to build on that foundation uh, that was laid in twenty twenty-two. USC fans, you're gonna love this young man love this. You got to look up his uh, look up highlight reels on this guy. We're going to love him. Oh, some other uh, I guess not so much high school recruiting, but transfer portal news update. Tony Grimes, the defensive back from North Carolina. He's moved up his official visit. He'll be there this weekend. Yeah. So uh, this could actually be a pretty good weekend a good week coming up for USC, because um, as a reminder, Josiah Stewart—he's uh, also visiting this weekend. So Tony Drimes will have someone to hang out with in the transfer portal realm. And uh, as far as high school recruits who are visiting this weekend, I will remind you: you got a wide receiver Jacoby Lane, defensive back C.J. Blocker, and defensive lineman defensive end Sam Green. Uh, they will be there this weekend. And it's a pretty important weekend, you know. Anytime uh, Miss Annie Hansen, who truly runs the recruiting ship for Lincoln Riley, she's in charge of the cruise, so to speak. Uh, she's she's out there on Twitter saying this is an important weekend for USC recruiting. One week before early signing day, USC is doing what's necessary, and that means the weekend will start in Manhattan Beach. So. Good food, good view, good times, good people, and uh, like I said, it's keep your eye on Lincoln Riley's bat signal next week on Twitter or the app. Follow along this weekend. I, I guess I should say, the bat signal is yeah. When you see Lincoln Riley or USC football or anybody on the staff tweet out this, that means USC has a commitment. And then it's up to you guys to figure out who it is. So there you go. That's it for another week. Thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Don't forget to make Locked On Sports your second listen every day. Whether it's on this app, YouTube or wherever you like to download your podcast, they have all the latest sports stories, news notes, all the information you want. Go check them out. And as you know, you're making Locked On USC your first listen every day. I'm out of here for this week. Something vital, something really important comes up. I might throw an emergency podcast up there for you during the weekend. But until then, everyone, you know what to do.